Well, hello from the middle of downtown Reykjavik, friends. Thank you for joining us for another Defining Marriage. Every week, of course, I, Matt Baum, talk about what's happening with marriage equality, and James talks about what's happening with, uh, I don't know, Captain Planet. How are you, James? Captain Planet, by his powers combined, I am made flesh. I have been fishing around inside my spell slots, and I found the dictionary. <laughs> Not what you were expecting in there. What level there spell is the dictionary? dictionary? Oh, it, I guess it's what? I guess it's infinite spell, isn't it? That's what the dictionary is for. I found it in my spell slot. It was full of dictionary. <laughs> A little levity as the world falls down, as Jareth the Goblin King once said. Mm. So I will tell you, like, it's been uh, not a great week for the United States, but it was a lovely week for Iceland. We had Iceland Pride here, and it was a thing of beauty. Wahapa. Uh, Lots of lovely people. So, like, literally a third of the population of Iceland comes out for this thing. Oh, you can hear a lot of noise in the background, uh, folks, because I am... Oh, my goodness. Is that Bjork descending, wings on fire from the sky? She has erupted yeah. from the from the magma to not deliver a lot of people know this, but yeah. Um, so in the skies above Iceland, Bjork and Sigurós just are like they're, they're locked in battle, basically between each other. So there's a lot of um, heavy casualties from the Bjork Sigurós battle. I'm trying to think of other famous they people from Iceland, but that's are those are the only two. All that stand between us and Ragnarok. Yep. It is true. So I was at Pride this weekend. Uh, the president of the country was there, uh, just like taking selfies and waving to people from the street. Um, there were lots of... Our president was taking a shit <laughs> in a Burger King and <laughs> masturbating while looking at a J.C. Penny catalog. <laughs> yep. Uh, it's, it's a tale of two cities is what I'm, I'm hearing uh, on the podcast this week. Tale of two, of two civilizations. Well, one civilization and one former civilization. Uh, sure. Yeah. The kingdom of the elves. But uh, so yeah, so I'm sitting like literally outside in a little uh, little parklet area in Reykjavik. Uh, so you're going to hear a lot of street noise as that scooter goes oh by, and people walking around and speaking different languages. It's a lot of a lot of local flavor happening right now. I had to I had to what come is out. The, what is the flavor? What does it taste like? Uh, it's a bit fishy, I suppose. There's a lot uh-huh. of there's a lot of fish here. There's also whale and shark and puffin. I haven't had any of that. I did have lamb today though. <laughs> How was yes. it? Uh, fine, fine. Tasted pretty good. Um, there's, uh, I'm trying to think. There's nothing like the, um, uh, yeah, what, what, James? What's remind me of the thing? The um, the waffles, the waffles with the syrup. That I, oh, the Stroop waffles. What's, the Stroop waffles. Oh, what's yeah. her name? It's Stroop so, waffle. I don't think I'm Iceland has anything like. I, I have seen Stroop waffles here, but I don't know if there's like a traditional Icelandic treat or dessert aside from the puffins that they basically only serve to tourists. They are a treat? I thought they were gross. I don't know. I've heard mixed things. Like, one person was like, oh, "Oh, nobody eats the puffin. They're disgusting. And somebody else was like, oh, you should have the puffin while you're here. So maybe they were trying to play Mm. a trick on me. It's like the Boston baked bean. Mm. Yeah. Nobody nobody has a a, a chowder. Nobody has... I don't think... I lived in Boston for four years, and I don't think I had chowder once. Oh, my family was big on the chowder. But the... uh, the baked bean is a falsehood, or the mm. the San Francisco Aroni. When you go to a local uh, French laundry and you say, "Give me that Aroni, ding ding," they uh, give you a ding ding in the head. They put a bell over it and they beat it with a hammer, and then they throw you in a washing machine. 
Mm. And then it's a you laundry. say, Sacre bleu. <laughs> That's your review of the restaurant. Sacre yes. bleu. Sacre bleu. <laughs> well, so I've been doing a lot of traveling today. Tomorrow I go to the Golden Circle, which is just a, that- basically a, it's a tour it's a tour route uh, where they take you oh. to a bunch of pretty things and then they take you to the secret lagoon. I'm going to the secret oh. lagoon, James. Is it, does everybody pee in a circle? That's the secret. Oh. No, That's, I don't know what the secret is. You stand around the mushrooms and you pee in a circular fashion and before you know it, you are transported to a lagoon out of time. <laughs> I, in the mists it's of absolutely Adelaide. out of time. Like, Iceland has charmed the pants off me. It is a magical realm basically. I, I went on a Don't. lovely nature hike today with uh, some new friends here in Iceland. Uh, my goodness, the first day I was here, I just met somebody for coffee, and he's like, oh, let me take you for a little tour. And he took me to some really awesome, lovely places to see a unicorn painted on the side of a building, to a, um, uh, a theater space called Galkarin, where they have a lot of, like, the drag shows. Uh, it's very... Oh, it, it's like... The drag culture here is so good because it's a lot of, you know, it's people who don't have, like, a lot to prove. You know, they're, they're not trying to impress you that much, so they're ready to try, like, weird, freaky stuff. And so you get a real mixed bag on some of the drag. Like, some of it's great, and some of it's like, mm, well, maybe workshop that a little more. Uh, Did you look at them and say, so, you think you're Brad Pitt? That don't impress <laughs> me much. That's what I say, and, and they, they, they know exactly what I mean. Brad Pitt's very big here. Uh, yeah, so that's uh, that's what I've been keeping myself busy with. Um, I'm sorry, I'm, I'm shivering and sniffling a little bit because it's oh. it's a little chilly. It's a, it's a it's a warm August day, which means it's around 50 degrees. Uh, Do you have your manworm hanging out of your pants? I, you know, we were talking about this earlier. I don't think yes. uh, public nudity is is a much of a concern here because it's oh. seldom warm enough to even take off your your overcoat. No, that's well, not true. Beware. Actually, I do see Icelanders wearing like they'll wear just like shorts and a t-shirt. Uh, and it's, what, do you, what do you say? It's in the 50s. Yeah, yeah. That's fine. That's summer in San Francisco. I suppose. Yeah. I mean, it's not like unbearably cold. My fingers are a little blue, yeah. but um, for people who are natives, I mean, what? It, I mean, you're turning blue. Uh, no, no, I'm not literally blue. Oh. I'm not literally blue. You but somebody just been walked by wearing shorts, and I mean, it's sure. just totally normal. You may have been smurfed by the gargamel. Well, be careful. If, you're, if your manworm is hanging out, a puffin might bite it. The early puffin gets the manworm. Oh, I'll have to watch out for those. They're notorious cock fiends. Yes, but if you are turning blue... No, no, no. I'm not turning... You need to no, I'm not, seek shelter. I'm not getting hypothermia. I, it's not that cold. It's, it's like springtime. It's springtime for Hitler. Hitler. No. It's just Here it's like springtime chili. Yeah. Mm. It's just a little, it's a little, little chilly, but I'm fine. I'm, but you know how I am. I get, I get cold. I get, I start to shiver when it, it, it gets a little chilly. I need you to need knit myself a, little, a scarf. You need a toddy. You need a hot toddy to warm your bones. Yeah. Well, if, uh, there's certainly, uh, apparently the, on the, the hookup apps, uh, there's oh. quite a culture here because there's constant tourists coming through. So the locals ah. just have like a buffet and never a nonstop buffet of, of international dick. Interesting to to stir in their toddies. Mm. What a treat! How nice. Yes. Yeah. I mean, that's how. Um, that's actually how some of the couples that I met here met uh, through. Mm-hmm. You know, one of them was a local, and the other was a, a tourist, and they met and fell in love and got married. Some Are you the best going ways to marry to a, someone? Maybe, maybe before for my for my trip. Maybe that I'll find somebody in the secret lagoon. Maybe I'll, just, I'll dive in and come out with a husband. That is uh, one of the Norse myths. 
<laughs> it's a good one. <laughs> yeah, that's the the smoke and fire and the the, the glaciers, and uh, between them a naked man. Yeah. So you, uh, Rafe Svelgar stuck his bum cheeks in the secret lagoon, and when he pulled them out, there there was a penis between them. <laughs> and as he as he slid that out, it turned out it was attached to uh, uh, Saint Olaf. <laughs> that's perfect. That's who Saint Olaf. This is where Saint Olaf is from. Oh God! There's just a um, a seagull just flew straight at me. <laughs> <laughs> What is that? I told you to put the man worm away. <laughs> it was nearly, it was nearly lured in. Gosh, seagulls, like, uh, ladies. Like Devin seagulls. Green. Okay, uh, what did I, I? There's something I took a picture of that I wanted to show you, and I can't remember what it was now. But I'm calling up my photos. Oh, oh, Baldur's Gate. Uh, oh, you found I, Baldur's Gate. I found Baldur's Gate. Yeah, I walked oh by a sign that says uh, it says Baldur's Gata, which I'm pronouncing it very American, but I'm not even going to try sure. to pronounce that in Icelandic. Baldur's Gata, maybe. Wow. I don't know. I, are, like, wait, are that? you by Neverwinter? Oh, I suppose this is probably there's probably a lot of Neverwinter in this in this realm. I've been taking pictures. Well, it's James. always winter. Yeah, yeah. Well, sure. It's it's always winter. I've been taking a lot of um, hmm. photos of nature, and I'll I'll start posting things on social media uh, of the beautiful nature. I I do think. Oh, there's uh, um, a, a waterfall here. I'm probably not going to it on the Golden Circle tour, but it's a waterfall from the beginning of uh, Prometheus. Do you uh, remember where the oh, Muscle Man t- takes himself apart? Is he still there? He's still there. He's still wriggling around in that pool. Oh, he might, be get the, some DNA. he might be the thing that uh, you pull out with your butt when you <laughs> oh, God. dip into the lagoon. I hope so. I will say, there's some very handsome men here. Very tall and uh, very uh, Nordic. Well, don't go chasing that waterfall. You don't know what's going to happen. Uh, if you, I do know what's going to happen. You'll die. Like oh. People occasionally oh. die falling into the hot springs. Oh well, yeah. Avoid so that. <laughs> avoid avoid that. There are a lot of signs that say like "keep on the trail." There are no there are no fences or anything, but there are a lot of signs that say "keep on the trail," and well, don't uh, fence and me. They mean it. Hmm. Yeah, it's uh, you can get uh, you can, you can get burned and die. So uh, well, watch your step. The uh, the land it takes care of itself. It it purges itself of fools. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I suppose that's true. That's uh, the people who have survived here have survived uh, by being smart about not not jumping into a pool of scalding water sure oh and coming out of skellington mm. it's like in uh the house on haunted hill oh it totally is, is that yeah. the one with the acid with yeah the with acid the acid door and the dancing skellington with acid with acid betty she just backs right up into the mm. uh it's it's a so it's a movie with um vincent price uh, yes. And he has a little skeleton marionette and chases, oh, incredible. <laughs> chases this poor woman with his... Mar- and she's just screaming and slowly, very slowly, slowly walking backwards. Slowly <laughs> backing away, screaming and checking behind her to make sure she's going to fall into the acid. Yeah. I, I mean, I think it was pretty clear that she was like, we are doing one fucking take of this. I'm not plunging myself into that disgusting water more than once. It probably so, was really gross. <laughs> it was. This is not a high budget operation. I'm sure it was like freezing cold too. Oh, just like my fingers. <laughs> I bought some wool today F- from the sheep you ate. From the sheep, yeah. It's very efficient. You eat the sheep and then you take its 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 clothes off and you make Skin. clothes you, out of them. Yeah. You actually you don't even cook it. You just uh, begin eating it alive and no. burrow in as you eat. And when you're done, you're wearing the sheep. Yeah. I thought they smelled bad from the outside, and now I smell bad from the inside. Because you have become a sheep. You're much better. (laughs) And that's where sheep come from. I don't know. There's there's probably worse. uh, There's worse personas to have than a sheep. Do you see a lot of sheep? 
I have not seen a single one. I've seen a really? lot of cats. Yeah, no, I've, I've eaten them, but I haven't seen them. So there are cats everywhere here. People just, like, let their cats out to walk Ew. around. So I see a lot of cats walking around with collars on. Ew. But, uh, yeah, so there's, there's, it's overrun with cats. I have a feeling they catch mm. a lot of they catch a lot of wildlife. Mm. But I haven't seen there's you can go like horseback riding and of course you can see the uh the the sheep, but I haven't done any mm. of that. Maybe maybe when I do my golden circle, maybe I'll finally see a sheep. I have seen a lot of drag queens, so I guess that's a kind of wildlife. Yeah, it's very true. So have you been out into the country at all or just in the the big city? Very little. So today was my first time like out in nature. Mm. So we went on a nice little nature hike and looked at some waterfalls and looked at some plants and looked at some mushrooms and that was very pretty, but it was still pretty close to it was still pretty close to the city. Uh, tomorrow I'm actually getting on a bus and they're driving us out to look at some glaciers and stuff. Is it a Venga bus? Oh yes, the ba- what what's the song? How does it go? The Venga bus is banging. The Venga bus is coming. How does it go, Matthew? What's the its Venga name? The Venga bus is booping. The the men are on the snoopies, and I've got to. Oh God, I'm so cold, James. I can't. I can't. <laughs> <laughs> my brain, my brain is starting to freeze along with my extremities. Well, oh, it's not cold dance. at all. So like, you need if, to do the Venga bus dance. I need to. Oh God, that'll keep me. That'll keep me. The, the Venga bus is heated. That's all that matters. The Venga bus is heated. Yeah, so I'm going to hop on a bus and look at some stuff. Oh. Yes. So I'm very excited for that. I'm very excited for the for the nature and to see some... I'm not sure if I'm going to see a geyser. You know how they say geyser here? Geyser. How? They don't say oh. geyser. They say geyser. Well, that's you. That's the geyser. I'm the geyser. Yeah. One of the people that I hung out with today, uh, his name is Hater, but... Uh, so he married a guy from Texas, and nobody in mm-hmm. Texas could say Hater. So they all call him, Hey there. <laughs> of course they do. Hey there. Uh, yes. Hey there. Well, so the I'm, you're probably familiar with the little the the funny looking D's. Uh, are, yes. are, are you ever? But uh, no, the, the, there's it's the D that has like a little tail on it. Uh, uh, yep, I've seen a few of those. <laughs> so it's pronounced like a th. Mm. So um, a lot of people say like a D if they don't know. And okay. it's actually supposed to, like, Hater has, like, the D. It's, it's, it's called an F. And so it looks like you're, it, it looks like the name Hater, but it's actually Hater. Hater. Just, uh, are, are you in a fugue state? You're doing riddles now. The, the oh. D is an F, but it sounds like a TH? Yes. Okay. What is, can you solve it? Well, I know that in Swedish, ham is huinka. Oh, that's nice. Wait, isn't there a funny story about that? Where, like, Winka's also, like, thighs or something? I don't know about... Yes. He's got hammy thighs? No, that's absolutely not true. I'm thinking of French. In French, jambon is is ham and jambe is leg. And so you can tell... What about jambe? And jambe's a genie. Yep. I was telling somebody about Pee Wee Herm today, and they said that they can't stand him. What? Yeah. It's too much, they said. Why did it come up? I have no... Oh, because we're talking about Charo. Oh, he is much of a muchness. How did Charo come up? Uh, oh, because I was talking about <laughs> I was talking about this entertainer who I've encountered here. His name is Gabriel Fontana. Uh, he's Brazilian, mm. but he lives in Sweden now. He won Swedish Idol, which is like you know American Idol, but in Sweden. Mm. And so he's performing here. And so we met up for coffee and had a little chat. Uh, and he has a Charo quality to him, where he is extremely exuberant, uh, mm. and really he gets your attention with some coochie coochie. Uh, oh. And then he has a more serious message about accepting yourself and, and loving who you are. The bolero. The bol- uh, yes, he does the bolero. Uh, With his butt. 
Uh, yes, he does the Butlero. Yeah. The, the Butlero News the, Hour. The timeless art of seduction. Mm. The, what? The Butlero News Hour? Thames, that is a stretch. What? Even I, I know. Oh, you want to stretch out your frozen butt? frozen fugue stra- state, I know that that is a stretch. Oh, you mean a stretch. It's an Elaine stretch. Oh, the ch- what? The Chilean? The, it's, no, it's an Elaine stretch. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, Look, no. if you're telling jokes about the McLeal, McNailler news butt, then I can tell jokes <laughs> about Elaine stretch. You should... That should be your new news program. <laughs> the McNailler news butt? Yep. Great. We're here with One your... One cheek uh, is McNeil, <laughs> the other cheek is Lair, and the butt delivers the news, baby. Oh, God. All the yeah. news you can lose yep uh so uh what else what else has been happening here oh i've encountered yet another form of toilet in my travels uh, oh so that's is this that's, one wait are you sure it was a toilet fairly certain fairly certain it wasn't just a young man <laughs> yes it would name toilet but, uh but it's pronounced it looked like a th yep uh, so the toilet here it's not like a strange shape like in some of the countries i've visited but the okay. flushing mechanism oh i don't know what to compare it to imagine Imagine a quill pen sticking out of an inkwell. <laughs> yeah, what of it? So imagine that on top of the toilet tank. Uh-huh. And to flush it, you press the you quill sign pen. Your name? Yes, exactly. Yes, you have to, it checks your signature to make sure that you're authorized mm-hmm. to flush the toilet. No, you just press the quill down on the inkwell and that causes a flushing. What? So I don't know uh- if that's an Icelandic thing or just the house that I'm in or what. Is it so you don't... Oh, you've only used one toilet in all no, no, of no. Iceland? I've, I've, I've used others, but most of the other ones here are just the European kind, where you have, oh. like, big flush or little flush. Oh, I see. Is it so that you don't have to touch something? Is it to prevent... I still have to touch it. I don't know why. Like, sure. I have no idea what the advantage to this is. I is mean, it I will say, a Wacom tablet? Oh, yeah, it does look like that. It looks like the, the stylus sticking out of the little holder thing on a Wacom tablet. Yeah, is it Wacom or Wacom? Uh, it's, it's whack-a-mole and pound the beaver. Oh, look at the good you do. Uh, get the hell out of here. So, yeah, so it's yet another type of uh, bathroom facility. But um, I will say, like, it's real nice here that you can take a shower as long as you want and never run out of hot water. In the toilet. In the to- Unfortunately, that's the downside, yes. But yes, it, it comes from the depths. It comes from hell. It, it stinks of sulfur. Yeah, it comes from the depths of the earth. It smells terrible. You're not supposed to cook with it or drink it. Uh, mm. But the hot water is so plentiful here, thanks to magma. Hmm. But, I mean, is it, it, it... How hot is it? Is it magma hot? Does it burn the flesh? Do you no, become the house on haunted skeleton? You know, I haven't tested it, in part because... What? It's just... It, it's unpleasant to... It's unpleasant to let it flow for a long time. Like I don't want to turn Wait, it all the way to hot water. You haven't taken a shower? No, no, no. I've taken a shower. Oh, but then you uh, like I didn't turn it. it. Like I haven't turned it all the way to its hottest setting. Uh-huh. I was actually so I was warned when in at the Airbnb where I'm staying, uh, not to turn it too far because you can burn yourself. So okay. I do think you can get it like hotter than you should. Sure, you can just get it served uh, straight from uh, Satan's urethra to your mouth. Mmm, delicious. Just like. I was, I was about to say, just like Mother used to make. I don't even know what I mean by that, and I don't think I want to know. Uh, well, she uh, is also from the the Nordic lands, kind of, almost. Kind of, kind of. She's, she's Missed German. Missed it by that German. much. Uh, I've, got a, I've, I've got a call with my parents. Uh, it's, it's not scheduled, but I, I need to get in touch with my parents and, and find it's out exactly there. when my mother, if she did 
lose her German citizenship or if she still has it, because if she still has it, that means I might be able to get a passport, and that could come in handy. Oh, how nice for you. You will I leave s- me behind as you are uh, yes, in a helicopter. Plan. So long, back sucker. To your homeland. That's what Off I have to, to Baldur's say. Gate. Mm. I guess that's it's appropriate for me because because uh, I'm balding. Yes. Oh, <laughs> Matthew, what a wonderful, uh, what a delicious morsel of irony to mm. get a little cottage on Baldur's Gate, and then I lose all my hair. Well, I just meant a little house on your head. Oh, oh, I see. You put a little house on the prairie. Of, that is my forehead. Yes, the dust bowl deforested. has arrived. Oh, God. No, better than the toilet bowl. Ha! <laughs> Remember that crisis of, the, of Oklahoma. So, I guess, speaking of international issues, we should talk a little bit about uh, marriage uh, crises around the world. All uh, right. Uh, we'll start right at home uh, with uh, oh. a little a little taste of Alabama. Uh, Judge Roy mm. Moore, you remember our old friend Judge Roy Moore? Oh, uh, nice. It's looking real good for him. He's in the running to be the next senator in Alabama, and uh, he's mm. polling quite well. Yeah, that all tracks. Uh-huh. It sure does. So I'm not sure when the election is. It's probably going to guess in November. It's just, you know, it's the regularly scheduled election. It's not special. Uh, okay. Neither is he. He's running against Luther Strange. <laughs> uh, yeah, he's uh-huh. the attorney general. And uh, I mean, they're both horrible anti gay Republicans. Uh, and oh. there are, of course, some Democrats running, but uh, because Democrats allowed themselves to be redistricted out of existence, uh, none of them need to be taken seriously. Uh, really? Is it, so there's, it, there, it's hopeless. It's hopeless, yeah. Oh, okay. I mean, cool, cool, cool. you know, the, the election is hopeless. The future of humanity isn't yet, but. Uh, it's going to be either Luther Strange or it's going to be Roy Moore. Or, I don't know, maybe something catastrophic will happen to one or both of them and it'll shake up the election. Uh, okay. I mean, well, but that's, that's not much to hope for, is it? No. Uh, no. So anyway, right. that's, just, that's just a little, that's a depressing little update from, uh, from Alabama. And then we've got an update in Houston, uh, mm-hmm. where, as you'll recall, there's an ongoing battle there about benefits, where the city of Houston offered benefits to the same-sex partners of city employees, and then some residents sued and said, no, you can't do that. You can't use our taxpayer monies to uh, benefit the lives of queer people, and that's mm-hmm. going to the Supreme Court, blah, blah, blah. So now the latest is that some same-sex couples have sued basically to force the issue of uh, what's going to happen to our benefits. So Mm. it's looking like potentially uh, the city could be um, issued an injunction that would mean the couples can no longer access health insurance. And so they're suing now to prevent that injunction from being issued. So Preemptively. Preemptively, yes. Okay, injunction, junction, that's its function. Preemptively suing and taking a toot. Yep. That, so the lawyers will have to sing that song uh, when they get to court. Mm-hmm. And, who, and what is the argument against that? Uh, I don't know. We haven't seen it. The lawsuit is brand new, so the reply briefs oh. have not been filed. Uh, okay, but I so they're assume... saying, we, are, we don't want you to take things away from us, so we are suing... Before they've been taken away, so that they won't be taken away, right? Yes, and I assume that the other side's argument will be that they're uh, that the plaintiffs in that case, which is the anti-gay citizens, are being harmed by their taxpayer money uh, going to the I don't know the leukemia treatments for the same-sex partners of city employees. Okay, I mean, is banana pants as it is? Uh, who knows? It might work. It just might. The yeah, idea that, because uh, I mean, 
you know, I, I know we've talked about this before, that you can't sue over everything you don't like that your taxes go to. Like, that that's sort of what elections are for. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, <laughs> yes. Like, if you, if you want to change the budget... There, the the mechanism for doing that is to uh, elect different people, and you know the budget conforms to the law. And if the law says that people, are, married people, are treated equally regardless of the genders of the people in the marriage, then I don't know what grounds they have, but who knows? It'll probably work. Yeah, I mean, a lot of it depends on judges and how many judges can be appointed by the uh, <clears throat> current regime. Um, to my yeah, knowledge, uh, who who appoints those judges? Um, a uh, a sentient ball of hyenas that is running the country right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, so uh, there have already been some judicial appointments, some federal judicial appointments. I don't know if there have been any in the circuit that includes Texas. Mm. But uh, so anyway, so the Supreme Court is going to decide this issue, and then from there, it's going to go through, I believe, the federal court system up to the U.S. Supreme Court. Uh, so. A lot of the, uh, quite a crossroads that uh, we're approaching on that, and unknowable the future is. Britney Spears, Crossroads, an independent film starring Dan Aykroyd in a role that will depress you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, yes. The future of Texas is starting to resemble the plot of the movie Crossroads more and more as the day goes by. If I wasn't freezing, I'd probably be able well, to work that out but uh i'm just gonna make that case soon the only way to get an abortion will be to throw yourself down a flight of stairs oh there you go perfect there you are and you'll see a single like globe bouncing slowly down is it like bizarre that james that i can describe shots from the movie crossroads that i can like describe the cinematography of the film yeah it is it is a cultural landmark a touchstone picture that's not from touchstone pictures yeah it just it touches your stones Touchstone Pictures, they made so many Bette Midler movies, they were obsessed with Bette. Were they? Yeah, a lot of Bette Midler movies from Touchstone Pictures. Well, there's The Rose, I suppose. Wait, no, it's not called The I Rose, is it? Is it called that. The Rose? They or? made, uh, well, they, she was in The Rose, certainly. Okay. And Outrageous then, Fortune, else? Down and Out in Beverly Hills. Oh, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. What's the, the one where she's where she kidnaps John? herself? Uh, no, that's The Rose again. Oh, okay. Why did I think that was called something like, I don't know, The Aftertaste of Tomorrow? The what? The Aftertaste of Tomorrow? Nope, not that. The Aftertaste of Tomorrow. That's amazing. I mean, it does sound good, right? I don't know what that would be about, but... No, I, I, I think... Uh, maybe I'm just thinking business, down in Beverly Hills. was a touchstone picture. There was the Ruthless People. There was, uh, oh my goodness, Matthew, so many Bette Midler movies. Mm. She really... Got out of the bathhouse and into the bed <laughs> Into the streets. And, yes. Oh, yeah, there you go. Into the bedhouse. I like that. Well, so uh, let's go international with some marriage news. Uh, our last okay. story for the week is about Australia. Uh, oh, they friend. are charging full speed ahead towards this mail-in version of the plebiscite. Um, okay. I mean, ugh. So they just seem let determined. Me, let me just... I, yeah. I, I mean, we just keep uh, talking about it. It's fine. Whatever. Let me ask you this. Is it a thing? Because I was kind of getting at this last time when we were talking about Merkel, where, like, the politicians just want to be done with it, but they have to make it look like they went through the plebiscite because they ran on a plebiscite or whatever. They think that's important. They think people actually pay attention and care. Yes. And so they 
but it's like that scene from a recent episode of uh, of of Game of Thrones where Tyrion is like, "Look, I can't do the thing you want, but what can I do?" Like, is that what they're yeah. doing here? Where it's like, we can't give you what you want, but wink, wink. What can we do? Wink, 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 uh-huh. wink. Yeah, I, I think it may be something like that. I think also uh, f- the politicians. So I, st- I talked to an Australian here in Reykjavik, uh, a guy named John O'Duffy, oh. uh, mm-hmm. who's a, he's a comedian who moved here uh, to be. He's Iceland's only gay comic. Uh, really? And he's not even Icelandic. Yep, that's what he says. Huh. Yeah. Huh. James, it is a small country. Fair enough, fair enough. Uh, and, you know, it's a population of 300,000, and 200,000 of those are sheep. Well, um, the other 100,000 are gay from the sound and of the other, <laughs> yes. So anyway, so he was t- I was talking to him. He's from Australia. And he was saying that uh, a lot of the politicians are beholden to the religious groups because the religious groups mm-hmm. are the ones who pay for their campaigns. Sure. So, you know, they're kind of, you know, stuck between a, a rock and a church place. Yeah. Right. So, I mean, is the idea, though, that, like, you know, they do this uh, postcard, wish you were here, plebiscite, and then, you know, it's just all a wink-wink. They know it's going to come in in favor, and then they're like, oh, well, sorry, donors, sorry, church people. Um, the public has spoken. What could we do? Wah, wah. We'll let the vote yeah. happen. Yeah, and I think the, the postal vote is a okay solution in that it is far cheaper than what was proposed. So mm-hmm. it's going to cost less, and it's going to happen a lot faster. But also, mm-hmm. that means it's going to be a lot messier. So, right, details, but it doesn't. But but if but if it yeah. like it's seriously like if it doesn't matter, then like who ca- like because that's what's making me think like more and more that this is just a thing where they're like, come on, just let us let let us cover our ass, and then we'll just do the vote, and we'll be done with it. Yeah, I think that's probably what's going on. Um, and I mean, like, it's who just very- cares <laughs> if it's counted properly? Who cares, like if a, if like a certain percentage of people like it gets screwed up? Like it doesn't matter. Like we know it, how it's going to go. So who okay. cares? So here's the problem. There's two problems. One is that there is a health risk, a public health consequence of harmful rhetoric about LGBTs. And the bigger issue, just from a legal perspective, is that. Oh, uh, here comes an airplane to disrupt me. Oh, no. Here she comes, Bjork. I have come for you. I have come from the heart of the volcano. So I the other... I smell like sulfur. I have car parts and bottles and cutlery, and I shoved them in my spell slot. The other problem is that it opens up whatever happens to a legal challenge. So they do the vote, and then if somebody doesn't like how it goes, there could be but a legal challenge. A non, but, but it's a non-binding vote. Yes. Right? So, like, I mean, how do you, how do you, I mean, it's like, you can't, like, what's the legal challenge to that? That the results have to be thrown out, and they don't count anymore, and we have to do it all over again. But, like, I mean, it could just be if, used if as another stalling margin, tactic. I, I guess, but if it's a big enough margin, like, what are the odds uh, I, I mean, can I a court the not be like, uh, you know, this is so far outside the margin of error? Maybe, I guess. I, I, I don't know. Like, I, I don't think the, the results, I don't think a court would decide whether the results, anything about the results. I think the court would decide this just was not a legitimate survey. And then it'd just be another way to push it back and push it back and push it back. 
I mean, how realistic is it that that's going to happen? I have no idea. Like, because, I mean, the survey wasn't good. Like, yeah, but the I don't survey know, also doesn't count. So who cares? <laughs> yeah. So here, let the me survey you... that doesn't actually affect anything. That's non-binding and non-mandatory. Right. Yep. Like, who cares? Like, yeah, it was it was a data point. And it's one of a rich tapestry of things moving, you know, that, that we took under advisement as mm-hmm. we moved to a vote. The conservatives, I know that they're called the liberals there, um, who are against it will get to vote against it. But the majority will vote for it. And everybody's ass is covered. And, you know, just it's all a, it's all a wink, wink, uh, oi, oi, salva, loy, let's vote for the bum sex. Oh, you, oh. That's how they talk there. That's true. That's Those are how the kangaroos talk. So this is how... The, these are some of the issues uh, <clears throat> just to... I think it's fascinating how sloppy this thing is being done and how hurriedly it's being done. Mm-hmm. Um, so one of the big problems is they have no way to check for well, multiple Well, I mean, we votes. did it sloppy and it took forever, yeah. so... Yeah. Uh, so there's no way to check for multiple votes. So okay. uh, there's no unique identifiers with anybody's survey, so they could stuff the ballot. Um, 16-year-olds may be allowed to vote, even though they're not supposed to. Uh, okay. And that's because they just wrote the rules very hastily. And uh, mm-hmm. instead of saying that the vote is open to anyone who is registered to vote, uh, they wrote it so that the vote is anyone to, to anyone who has applied to vote. And in Australia, you're allowed to apply two years early just to make sure that your name is, is on the records. Yeah, so it's a non-binding survey, so who cares? Yes. There are also no rules about um, misleading advertisements. So people can put any number of misleading advertisement out into the world and say all kinds of ridiculous things uh overseas votes will not be allowed so if you have a permanent residence overseas you will be allowed to vote but not if you're traveling overseas uh and there are also mail wait what what do you mean if it you can't mail you can't send in your 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 picture postcard from no all francais no, you can't get you can't get the ballot. Uh, so they have to they have to mail the ballot okay. to you. You can't just like wander down to sure. the Australian embassy and get it. So they will not send you a ballot. They could if you're traveling. If this was being handled like a normal election, but because this okay. is a hasty election, they won't. Okay, uh, but again, like from everything you've told me, public support, like like we got to talk about probabilities and and just sort of like. I don't know, apply some kind of common sense to this. If it comes back and it's like 70-30, even with all these irregularities, most people probably want it. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And honestly, I think it's a meaningless benchmark before they do an actual vote on a bill. So again, like, who really cares about the about the results? You know, I'm not saying this because I'm like outraged about how sure. sloppy this is. I'm just saying it because I think it's fascinating how many corners they're cutting just to like rush this thing through. Right. And that just, I mean, it, it makes me think more and more that everyone just wants this to be done with and they don't want to lose any money. Uh, so they, they need to have some kind of cover that's like, well, we did the, the thing and it's out of my hands. Wah, wah. Um, I've, you know, I voted against it, but I didn't stop it to coming from coming up for a vote because we did the plebiscite and this is what the, the people have spoken and, uh, <laughs> stupid, people. you know, well, yeah, I, no, mean, I, I know like the politicians I are mean, just I really like, do think it's like a, what can I do for you, Jon Snow? Yes. Yeah, I think you're right. I think, I think that's what's, I think that's what's going on. And so the, the sooner we get this done, the better. Uh, so I don't know. I mean, is there any possibility that this, uh, 
that this this uh, international mailing list uh, or whatever it is. I guess it's not international. It's a domestic mail. Um, he's got a shrimp up his Barbie. Shoot. Uh, is there any chance that this, like, is actually a setback and prevents marriage? It is. I mean, it's hard to predict because everything's been so weird about this whole plebiscite. Um, I mean, it's possible that the opposition could just do a really good job of ballot stuffing and it could, like, be a landslide against gay marriage. Possibly. Mm -hmm. Um, I mean, it would be a setback. like, is there even enough of an opposition to... Like, I don't know, like, maybe, I guess, I guess it could happen. Yeah, I mean, I, I wouldn't rule it out. There's still, like, uh, there, you know, significant numbers of people who don't want the gays to marry. So, you know, they could get really organized and make it happen. Uh, I don't know. I, I think the setback, uh, I don't know. I, I just, uh, politicians have been so good at finding reasons to delay and stall that... Mm-hmm. I am cautious. I'm nervous that they're going to find new reasons to invent to stall their vote after after the vote happens. Well, I, I mean, if I mean, I guess then if the survey if survey says uh, bum sex is on the menu and they don't want it, I guess they could say that the survey wasn't valid because it was such a mess. Um, even though they are the ones who constructed it in such a messy way. I I mean, I guess that's a way to leave themselves some wiggle room, regardless of what happens, uh, that if they really want to, they can be like, well, the survey was improper, so we don't know what people want. Um, But I don't know. I kind of get the sense that, like, people are just looking for some cover and they just want to be done with it. But I... I look. We've got enough problems here. I don't know what's going on over there. I shouldn't be speculating sure. about, yeah. you know, Australian stuff. So the one like nice little but bit of news, I, you know, I, I bring that up in part because in in this country, I, I won't name anything specific, lest people get a little uh, hot under the collar. But uh, you know, there have been some situations in this country where uh, you know politicians say i can't give you everything you want but i can but but tell me what i can give you i can give you something and then work with you on the rest i can't give you everything not yet not right now but i can give you something and then eventually we can work toward everything but i can't but but you can't have it all now you can have something now and then i can get you the rest later if we work together and and in this country sometimes that's met with now I don't want it. I don't well, want anything. So I think what you're hearing there, James, is the thing that Cleve Jones was telling me about like two years ago when I interviewed him, where you have to ask for everything immediately, because if you don't ask for everything immediately, you'll never get anything eventually. So yes. I'm not sure that that's always true, but I think it's certainly an approach where you Matthew, have I'm... to assert what you need and you have to assert when something is a potential obstacle, even if... You don't think it is. I think there are some situations where you just you, you have to ask for everything immediately. And yes. that may and be a tactic that people are employing right now in Australia. I'm agreeing with you, Matthew. But I'm saying that you ask for everything immediately. And then what happens is somebody or a group of people says, I can't get you everything immediately, but I can get you something now. Mm-hmm. And then we can start the process again. You keep asking for everything immediately, and then I can get you something more. 
and then I can get you something more, and then I can get you something more if we keep working together. But I can't get you everything immediately right now. I can't do that. And sometimes that's just met with, then I don't want to play with you. You're a yuck. Yeah, I don't think that's I don't think that's the reaction of serious people. I think that's the reaction of sort of armchair observers of a fight who do not really have much involvement in it. Uh, well, um, maybe. But if, if what you're you know what you're describing, I mean, it kind of makes me think that things are things are working properly. Like it's it's unsatisfactory, but things are at least moving in... Life is unsatisfactory. (laughs) Boy, isn't that the truth. I will say, one of the nice things that's come out of what's going on in Australia right now is this stuff with Captain Planet, where uh, Captain Planet encouraged everyone in Australia to make sure that they are registered to vote so that they can uh, vote for marriage equality. Uh, And uh, then the person who manages Captain Planet social media, who knew that that person, that that job even existed at this point, Uh, but the person who manages Captain Planet social media... Oh, it must it must be. She's the one. She's just on Facebook all day. Was that Oprah? What? No. Was it Oprah? No. Do you know I like I, I was I I think Oprah just is the Gaia spirit to me. <laughs> she is Mother Earth. Yeah. She certainly has a she has a wisdom. Uh and that, and and so finally, like the thing that I love about this is that uh, finally we know what the what the heart element is for. You know, everyone is, we used to make fun of the poor kid with you know everyone has something very specific: earth, wind, mm-hmm. fire, water. And then there's that last one with heart, and it's like, what is heart? And now we it's know the it's the Holy Spirit. Oh, oh, it's the invisible ghost. No, what is it's gay marriage? It's uh, yes, it's gay marriage. It's uh, <laughs> it's it's two men falling in love and uh, getting their penis bit by a puffin. Hmm. Well, I think the show didn't articulate that uh, terribly well because you know it was hard to externalize superpowers the way they could with the, the element bending of the other characters. I suppose but, that's uh, true. Yeah, the heart was what always the, did, the best of the human spirit, compassion and love, and the things that that unite and inspire to to protect the Gaia, to protect Oprah's fragile bosom. What if they rebooted Captain Planet and mm. the heart ring had the power to just make everyone gay? Uh, that would be a new take on the franchise. Uh, I, I, let's get Netflix on that. They're bringing it all back, baby. <laughs> yes. So why not? Uh, That's what I want to see. Okay, James, my fingers yes. are chilled to the bone oh, and it's time for me to go eat warm. a hamburger. So I am going to wrap up this thing. Perhaps listeners, you can hear. I'm not sure um, what sort of noise you're hearing on the microphone, but perhaps you can hear the shivering of my hands as I hold the microphone. Uh, so I'm going to go <laughs> eat some hot buttered meat. Oh, wait, uh, a buttered hamburger? I'm going to, I don't know. I, 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 James, I'm descending into delirium. Oh, I see. James, it's, it's falling into the mid-50s. It's, it's dangerously cold. Oh, I'm frozen. Yes, okay. So I'm going to wrap this up tomorrow. I mean, next week. Tomorrow is how I say next week. I will be back in Seattle, and we'll be able to talk to each other and make out. No, you... Wait, tomorrow? Next week. You're... Tomorrow of next week. Okay, I, I see what you're saying. It's more like two days, but yes, that's correct. That is I'll... the next week. I will see you so soon. Hmm. Well, not if I see you first. Oh, <laughs> perhaps you will. Perhaps you will see me. Oh, goodness. Oh, goodness. Oh, I'm shivering more and more. Matthew, okay, time to wrap this up. I ate an entire tofurkey. Oh, good for you. I James. got myself a tofurkey, and then I ate it, 
James, how do you like, not understand why? that my hands are cold and I need to wrap why this up I... and go someplace Matthew, warm? did you know that Bonnie Tyler did a cover of Making Love Out of Nothing at All? Everyone, thank you so much for listening. You can leave us your feedback at Matt Baum on Twitter and on the iTunes store and pick up a copy of Defining Marriage at DefiningMarriage.com. Out of nothing at all. And by the power invested in me by the internet, I hereby pronounce this podcast over. <laughs>